on, everybody. Welcome back to another exciting episode of the Vile Files Bachelorette Recap Edition. That's right. We are finally back to uh, in-season, I suppose. And I'm coming from you. I'm coming for you. Love <laughs> to you. I don't know. Sexy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm off. My, my circadian rhythm is just like off. We're, uh, Nellie and I are from London, uh, coming from London. We're not from London. London vibes. What a mess. What a mess of an the episode. Reveal. It's only going to get better from here. Lisa Swartz is back with us yes, to kick off the yes. premiere. Coming for you. Yes. Coming for you. <laughs> and Lisa is actually in studio. Wonderful. We have Allie and Amanda in studio. Natalie was forced to watch the episode with me, and she is going to be with us also tomorrow on the episode of Going Deeper. And an amazing update on our visits to the lake house. What's next? What happened? All the tea. Uh, we'll, we'll be covering that tomorrow. Woo! Along with texting office hours and your latest pop culture topics. Next week, uh, Blake Moynes is going to be with us to recap oh. episode two. Tea. We have never had Blake on the po podcast, uh, so now we do. A couple of reminders. Since it has been the offseason for a while, we are recapping an edited TV show. We are going to have a little bit of snark, but let's just remember these people are human beings and you know let's you know not get overly critical and if whatever we say obviously we are commenting on what we see from the tv show uh we don't know them as people we haven't met them we reserve the right to be wrong about these people and we look forward to getting to know some of them also before we get into bachelor tea just a, a friendly reminder we only comment on things that people platform you know, if they're going to put it out on their social, then we critique it. But we, we try not to respond to uh, hearsay or uh, rumors and things like that. Because we, we want to try to, you know, not to make anyone's life more difficult than it needs to be. But if, if people are going to talk about themselves or other people or the show, then, then we will, you know, give our thoughts on the accuracy of, of those statements. I was like, that was beautiful. Yeah. <laughs> was it? Yeah. Some, well, I, you know, it's just like, we want to have fun with this show, but it's just like, we like to set some ground rules and it's just like, okay, we'll talk about tea, but we're not going to like, there's so much stuff I know. And it's just like, how, what do we decide to talk about or not? So it's just like, if people are going to put it out there, if they're going to comment, then, you know, it's, it's fair game, fair game so to speak. Mm -hmm. So Allie, do you want to, should we just, Kick it off. Should we just away? jump right in? Okay, so coming for you. <laughs> I'm coming for you <laughs> with bachelor <laughs> tea. I don't, I don't know, I'm like nervous doing it from London. It's just like I've never done it this Take way. Take a shot every time Nick says London. <laughs> you have to do it in an accent. We're the whole in London. Time. Yeah. In London babes. <laughs> London babes. All right. So the big, I feel like, kind of headline on everyone's mind is that Katie Thurston did a Q&A on Instagram where people can like send in questions or what, you know, they want her to talk about. And a lot of people were sending in names of guys from her season of, you know, spill the tea on this or give us the behind the scenes. Um, so, for example, you know, someone said Michael A. She said that he kissed a close friend of hers while her season was still airing. And despite her being engaged to Blake, she thought it was still too soon. OK, when wait, someone... I have a quick question. Allie. Yeah. No. What was the 
like box. You know, it's like Nick says, ask, I think it's the like auto is ask me a question. Mm-hmm. Like some people do like, let's chat or let's catch up. Like what was her box? Yeah. So this one Wasn't was it like quite literally a lot of them were just the guy's names. So it says, what tea do you want spilled? And then that's when people were just like, Michael, uh, okay, Andrew. I have such an issue with this. I know this is not her first time doing it. I believe it's her second time. I don't know if she's done it. Well, you more had 12 days of Messi fo- immediately following her season. her season. Okay, that's what I thought. And I'm just so confused as to why she continues to bring these guys into her me- like her life. Why are we still bringing them up? Like they have moved on. They have tried to forget about that and you just get bored and decide that you want to rope everyone back in. And I think it's really weird. Like, I have a really big issue with yeah, it. Yeah, it's not very it's so nice. Strange. It's not very nice. Like, it's one thing it's to do it for not. yourself. And like, okay, I'll put myself out there. I'll drag the tea about myself. But yeah, you're right. To drag guys that have nothing to do with her anymore. That was a long time ago. It's unprovoked. Now. It's yeah. so unnecessary. That's interesting. For what reason? Well, and, and knowing like how it all works, like these guys clearly got anxious when they saw Katie was like talking about them on her social. Oh. And it's just kind of this like this bizarre thing to like, you know, the, the Michael thing. It's just like, wait, talk to your friend if there's an issue. I mean, like you had what a handful of conversations with Michael and then you're still dating a bunch of other guys. But like you're going to like air his like alleged dirty laundry his kiss at like a bar that's like why does that matter is that part of it though since like to be nick you would know this like in the bachelor world bachelorette world to be a part of it and like that's kind of your relevancy not yours but you know what i'm saying so like does she need to keep those conversations going because that's the only conversations she thinks matters I mean, that's I mean, that's how it comes across, I guess, like especially hosting this show. Right. Like I hear so much, so much about everyone. And Nick doesn't say any of like, the tea that he knows about. Anyone, there's ever. so much that I know. And then like, which is part of the reason why I have this like rule. It's just like if people want to put stuff out there for us to respond to. Fine. But like, I don't want to like airing people's laundry that I hear or how they've treated other people. Like I've heard some horror stories about my peers, you know, but it's just like, I don't want to like put it all out there. Um, And to, to Natalie's point, it's just like, why does she keep insisting on, it's like, it's almost as if she feels like she has some sort of like ownership over these guys from her season. I, I don't know. It's no like, other lead is doing this. No one else is talking <laughs> shit about the people on their season. Why is she doing it? Like the and the Thomas one will always rub me the wrong way. Like, did she? Wait, what did she, she say said about Thomas? That Thomas got the short end of the stick during her season, well, and then she was she, like, no, she, "Keep this in mind." Because like, I gave it season. to him. I gave him a short end well, of the stick. <laughs> yeah. Well, she goes. I've always said this. That like you don't like kind of like a don't judge a book by its cover. And it's like, wait, you always said this? Was this after you sent Thomas home and gave him one of the cruelest goodbyes and arguably the history of the season where she like called his name only to get him to walk over and just completely roast him and called him like cruel and mean and insensitive. And we now know that was based off of nothing. 
And then when I had her on my show and I gave her an opportunity to be like, hey, you know, and it was like right after the airing of that episode and you guys were all there and I, I tried to give her the out, which I asked her, she was like, hey, you know, like we know as the leads that sometimes we're misinformed and we don't know everything. And do you still feel that way? And instead of like recognizing that maybe she was a little hard on Thomas, she doubles down and warns the like essentially the women of the world, specifically the women going to paradise to watch out for Thomas, suggesting he was like some bad guy. And oh, now no. all of a sudden she's like, <laughs> no. I mean, come on. That That is just bizarre in itself. And then what did she say about Andrew? She said um, that she had too much respect for Andrew's mom to bring him to hometowns. Okay, like, did she meet Andrew's parents? How does she have too much? Like, where's the respect coming from? Yeah, she said, does she know that I had too much respect for Andrew's mama and sis to lie to them about how strong our connection was? While I definitely had feelings for him, ultimately, I had stronger feels for others. Every mom wants to hear that your connection with their son is the strongest. And every lead has to awkwardly maneuver that conversation when feelings are stronger for someone else. I mean, I respect that, right? Like, I always get nervous when they go to hometowns and you could tell that they're not, like, that into it. Like, that's hard for the family. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But again, back to your guys' initial point, why are we still talking about this? It's, like, (laughs) so many seasons ago. It's so weird. But also, like, is the tea that she didn't respect other people's parents? Yeah, good point. Good point. Of all the parents she didn't meet, she... And and Andrew's one of my favorite people from, from Bachelor Nation, and I'm sure his mom deserves all our respect. But, like... I don't. What about Justin's? It's not really tea, you know. Is the other thing. Yeah, I feel like that's not exactly that's not really tea to me. (laughs) I love all of these guys. I've met all of them. They're all great human beings. But it really got me. This is why Natalie's fired up. (laughs) Yes, it it really got me when I get tagged in a cute little. TikTok reel on Instagram of Miss Katie Thurston speaking about Nick. And I watch it and I'm just very, very confused because she starts it off. Someone says, why does Nick Vile hate you? Or does Nick hate you or something? And she says, Nick Vile is blocked from my phone. Like she has some sort of reason to block Nick when I know for a fact that the only, like Nick has only ever tried to help her and give her advice, which she's never taken. And so I am just confused as to why she felt the need to air that she has Nick's block. Is it because she is trying to protect herself from texting Nick things she shouldn't be saying? Ooh. Nick, do you wanna read the, uh, you wanna read the text, babe? <laughs> why? I think you should read the text because I think it gives clarity to her first question on this Q&A where she's asked about... What was the first one, Alan? Blake, I think. The question was, did you know you were picking Blake before, quote, the fight with Greg? Is that what you're talking about? Yes. Yeah. And she said, nope. I know y'all have opinions on the front runners, but I had three strong connections for various reasons as the guys all offered something different. I originally thought the... Clarity with little sparkly things would come after overnights. Lie. <laughs> the lie detector turned That is a lie. That was a lie. <laughs> <laughs> Babe, I think you should read the text. 
read the I text. think she's platforming a lie, and I think we need to show the truth. Well, o- only because it was the last text she ever sent me before apparently she blocked me. <laughs> Which, the whole conversation started because I, I tweeted something about an upcoming episode of hers, and she texts me, best TV question mark, boo, laughing emoji face. And then I gave my thoughts on the uh, quick thoughts on the episode. Which he's very nice. But the text that uh, Nally is referring to was. Do you want me to read it? Sure. All of our okay. faces. Yeah, we're all like. Ooh. The thing is, I know <laughs> what the text is and I still want to hear it. I want to hear it again. Katie says, ultimately, my opinion on Greg doesn't matter. I knew before he left, he wasn't the one. It was hard watching it back and always giving him validation only for him to leave the way he did. But I knew even then that there was zero chance him and I would have worked in the real world. And then I wrote, well, it's good that you have clarity. As long as you're happy, that's what matters. And she hearted that message. So all I'm saying is she obviously from this text knew that it wasn't going to be Greg. And then she went to AFR and pointed fingers at Greg and called him an actor and that this was the biggest performance of his life and Oscar, whatever. When she was the one obviously acting the entire time. It's giving clown behavior. I'm not interested. Thoughts. (laughs) There we go. I loved every moment. Of like, Sorry, that guy's don't entrance. come for my man. I do not come for my yes. man. Yes. I love it. I, the problem, like, for me, like, I, I've i known that the whole time, you know? And it's just, like, meanwhile, Katie's posting on her social, like, posts about gaslighting. And to Nellie's point, like, accusing Greg on national television at AFR as the lead with all the momentum and comes out and just flames him. And this whole time, she's like, she allegedly knew that she wasn't going to pick him, which if you go back and watch that episode now where Katie and Greg broke up, and if you know that Katie knows she's not going to pick him, like, doesn't that change your entire perspective of that? of that Mm -hmm. confrontation between them. Because if my memory serves me, he was doubting Katie's sincerity about their relationship. And it just feels like there's a lot of back and forth, even with like the Thomas of it all, of like warning people about Thomas, but now saying he has the short end of the stick. Like, I'm like, are we going to hear a different side of Greg at some point? Is she going to switch her opinion then? So yeah, why aren't we know. just moving? It, like, why isn't she just moving so, on? Lisa's it's, like, let's just be done. It's yeah. so confusing. I'm like, I can't remember any of this. <laughs> All right, cereal people out there. Cereal, the common cereals, full of sugar. Not very healthy for you. But there are healthy alternatives, and we're talking about Catalina Crunch, the keto-friendly cereal. That's right, cereal that now is also good for you and delicious. Everybody says breakfast is most important meal of the day. I have trouble believing them. I'm exhausted in the morning, but Catalina Crunch, there's a lot of, like, there's protein in it, and it just, like, it really genuinely, I'm like, okay, I feel ready to take on the day, and I'm not hungry, like, in 90 minutes. Low-carb, high-protein, and zero sugar. Sounds too good to be true. Taste for yourselves why over 10,000 customers rate Catalina Crunch five stars. 
And they have amazing flavors like cinnamon toast, dark chocolate, chocolate peanut butter, chocolate banana, honey graham, fruity maple waffle, and mint chocolate. My favorite being mint chocolate and honey graham. My favorite being cinnamon toast. And the best thing about Canelito Crunch is that you don't have to feel bad about yourself after you have it. See why Canelito Crunch is the fastest growing cereal brand in America. Just go to CanelitoCrunch.com slash V-I-A-L-L for 15% off your first order plus free shipping. That's CatalinaCrunch.com slash V-I-A-L-L. Not sure which flavor to start with? Well, try a variety pack. We all love a variety pack because all their flavors are great. Now just pick your favorite. And check out their delicious cookies and snack mixes while you're at it. Again, that's CatalinaCrunch.com slash V-I-A-L-L for 15% off your first order plus free shipping. You know, with this show, right? And like we try to like hold ourselves accountable with these rules that we have. And I understand that sometimes there's people in Bachelor Nation who, who think we might be, you know, talking shit or whatever. But you, what always happens is that the majority, I think, of the people in Bachelor Nation don't listen to this podcast. I totally get why. And then there's always a couple audience members who are fans of them who mm. will be you know, super defensive of them and will say something and they'll reach out to these people and be like, did you know that Nick, and it was, was, they were talking shit on a podcast and the podcast and it's just like, what? Like, for example, the other week when Michelle posted on her social about the response to like not wearing the ring and I think our general overall take was, hey, listen, we don't know about this relationship. They seem to be a very independent couple. That might, you know, like who knows, they could still, that could be their choice, but history suggests that maybe there's trouble in paradise, I think was the ultimate takeaway. And a couple of Michelle and Nate stands were just like livid at us because like we didn't necessarily believe in their love as, as much as they did, which is fine. But like, it's like, it's, it's reactions like that though, like, DM people and they don't listen to the show, they get all mad. And I'm assuming that's why, you know, like I think Katie's live, she responded to like some comment, be like, well, Nick's, you know, saying X, Y, and Z. And Katie, I'm sure, doesn't listen to the show and then gets all fired up. But I don't know. I don't get why some of my peers are, you know, will get so sensitive about other people talking about them, but they'll like do stuff like this. And mm. it's just like, you know, like Allie and a man and I will like sit down before each show and we, we sometimes will be like, we don't even want to talk about this, but you guys keep bringing shit up and then like they'll say either inaccurate things about the show or inaccurate things about like other people they're on the show with. And it's just like, oh, just stop. And it, we won't we won't critique it. Just like move forward onward. I don't know. I don't get it. It's exhausting. It's exhausting. I was fine until she spoke Nick's name. And then I was like, okay. And now it's Wait, and now did I she tell you was, in that TikTok or someone else? She did not. No, someone no else so did. it was like some okay, random like, account yeah. who posted it. And, and then a troll like, account tagged I was me. Like, I was like, Nellie, it's fine. She's not really. She's. I was like, it's, it's no big deal. Nellie was not 
I would it. do the same if someone spoke about Jeff. Mama's got, uh, <laughs> now he's got some mama bear energy. In, in all of this, in her many, many posts, I just thought one of the interesting things was John, so Katie's most recent ex, posted on his story while she was spilling all this quote-unquote tea about the guys. And it was this kind of like cartoon of this, I don't even know, a ghost slash killer thing going door to door. And there's like three doors <laughs> open with blood coming out of them. And he tagged like Michael and all the other guys that were coming oh, before damn. him, implying that he was going to be next. And then Katie reposted this to her story. And she said on the door that would have been John's, she said, at John Hersey dumped me. Oh. So hmm. we got Was it because you were mean to other people for no reason? <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> I love Natalie in this episode. I know. <laughs> <laughs> and then I guess the only thing that has people kind of like talking about it for no real reason. Maybe someone else is going to get fired up on this one. I'm not. Someone said, send us the hottest tea you have. And she posted this photo of who everyone believes to think is Hannah Ann on a golf cart in Palm Springs. And she captioned it. Okay, maybe not the quote hottest tea, but I laugh at y'all thinking you know who this is. So then people started wondering if it was a Bachelor producer, because there is a Bachelor producer who looks very similar to Hannah Ann. But Hannah Ann then commented on like a speculation video saying, LOL, that was literally two years ago. Where's the proof that it wasn't me? Claire Crawley weighed why, in and why said, is she Wait, I don't get after it. Hannah Ann. I don't understand. It, the question is, is it Hannah Ann? I think it's like. But wait, what? on a golf. I'm sorry. Yeah. Maybe I'm missing it. Doing what? Just being driven what around by matter? a producer. It, yeah. Where? So, Where? Yeah. Now? So it was in Palm Springs. This so was it before. Wasn't this before? It was before Tasha took over for Claire. So people were like, oh, did producers also potentially want Hannah Ann? Oh, that's an old story. Exactly. She loves these old exactly. stories. <laughs> it oh was my so God. long this, ago. This was before she was even on Matt's season. Correct. Like why, how was yeah. she even in the know of this information? So people are thinking either, was it a producer that looked just like Hannah Ann? Now people are thinking, did people Photoshop Hannah Ann or do this photo op to like hide the fact that Taysha was coming in? Was it like all a... Uh, a game. Sister needs yeah. some new, some updated material. New material. Yeah. I mean, yeah. send her to Paris. Literally, <laughs> Hannah Ann's boyfriend commented saying, Hannah is happy and has moved on. She has an agreement with ABC to prove it. It's all a big reach for something that truly doesn't matter. Literally, does not matter. So Unnecessary. Yeah. So Just leave leave Thomas alone. Yeah. <laughs> Hashtag so leave, leave Thomas, Thomas alone. alone. <laughs> new merch. <laughs> Oh my gosh. Um, the only other thing, if we want to touch on, Michelle and Nate have officially unfollowed each other on Instagram after uh, their breakup. Is it is it getting messy? Well, so the tags, so every time, you know, Nate would tag Michelle in a post, those are also gone, which makes people think that maybe Michelle blocked him because the tags are gone. You, you know how we feel about blocking. If you're doing it for your mental health, like it's a positive thing and not necessarily... Totally. Like the dick at the person you're blocking, maybe she just doesn't. I mean, I, I Michelle seems you know heartbroken about this relationship and understandably so. So I mean, yeah. I don't know. Is it even that much of tea that maybe she just doesn't want to see like what Nate's up to or who he's hanging out with? Like, so maybe I think it's just it helping is, her mental health. I think it's very much about that because she also yeah. unfollowed. She followed, I guess, a couple like Bachelor Insider accounts. Yeah, um, off of that, yeah. And so she unfollowed them, but she actually took the time to DM this account 
and just said, quote, truly needing to take a large step back from all Bachelor inside scoop accounts as I need to protect slash find my peace. I wanted to reach out because I know unfollows can come across as a statement of dislike, but I want you to know that's not the case here. This account has made me feel so loved and I will always appreciate your support. I'll be back. So I think it's definitely classy. just like she's been classy this entire time. Yeah. Yeah. We uh, we wish her nothing but the best. Listen, yeah. we stand Michelle. And we'll see what happens with that 200K. She might want to start a foundation with it. They might split I guess it. I'm still com- so yeah. is it her mo- is, is Does she get to keep them? It wasn't like a. So I'm pretty sure wasn't she wasn't tied to the purchase it. of a house. No. So I'm pretty. It sounds like when she talked about it. Uh, it sounds like they already have it because she also said that she was crying on the phone with a producer asking if she could give it to someone else, which makes me think she already has it. She was saying that oh, it was wow. given to the two of them as a couple. So it's up to them to decide, you know, how to split it, how to spend it. She her goal slash idea currently is to put it towards a foundation or to give back. She said she wants to, like, start doing the change that she's always been talking about. But I don't know. Is it she's so wonderful. Does she get 100K and he gets 100K? And then who knows? Well, we, we wish them both the best. Yeah. Yeah. Especially Michelle. Not picking sides, Any but other especially tea? Michelle. Tyler, is, is Tyler in love? Tyler, I mean, Tyler, this relationship thing has been kind of like brewing for a while. And he also was just in uh, Kristen Cavalieri's, what is it, jewelry line campaign. I watched Where they that like video. did a whole like video of them getting married and all this other stuff. Um, but yeah. It's just a paid gig. That's just him trying to, you know, make a living. Yeah. yeah no, hustle. totally. And even... Uh, Kristen Cavalieri was like, I did it for the buzz. And she was like, there is buzz. Um, but he is dating a model, Paige Lorenz. So wishing them all the best. I know um, a guy she used to date, uh, actually. So that's just funny that. Do we know anything dating. about Paige herself? Well, you know, it's just not really my tea to spill. I love that. See, she spills when it's time. She holds when it isn't. <laughs> there we we go. could all learn from you. <laughs> Well, I hope I hope Tyler's uh, happy and in love, uh, if that's who he wants to be with. And in conclusion, you know? hashtag leave Thomas alone. <laughs> just leave. That's just been leave. your weekly bachelor tea. <laughs> yes. You do not get to sound like you're the Thomas defender after absolutely annihilating his reputation. He's married. Is that uh, Becca's? Mm-hmm. Got He's it. engaged. Okay. Great. The lovely and happy wonderful ending. Becca. Wonderful. Mm-hmm. All right, so should we finally get into uh, the episode? Let's dive on in. Guys, I'm so excited. Thanks for having me for this. What were you expecting slash was it different than you were expecting? Did you not have any expectations with it being like such a different season? I'm always going into it being like, oh, no, here we go again. I can't believe I'm doing this again. Like, I'm doing this. Okay, I'm doing this. I loved it. I had so – I thought it was – I did too. It was so refreshing and like such a great like – refresh of what it usually is Mm -hmm. I just thought it was one I didn't know what to expect yeah really I didn't really like watching any of the previews I knew nothing other than it was the two of them and I thought it was so fun I'm really excited about the season I know that we've kind of like joked how ABC's like selling us on the idea that they're best friends but I gotta say this premiere really like Gabby and Rachel made me believe that they are in fact maybe you know, becoming at least best well, friends. Like clearly this experience be is bonding yeah. for them. And like there's there seems to be a, a real like genuine camaraderie between the two of them, which I think is, it, it comes across as very charming and it makes you want to root for both of them. Agreed. Although they are really pumping this idea that they're best friends and will that break. You know what I mean? It's like, mm. it's a little heavy handed in that, but that's the shtick of this season. And I'm okay with that being the 
the thing. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like, they gave a little tease in the preview, right? Like before the season kicked off, that mm-hmm. there might be like some early friction. I think when the guys like start, like how could there not getting be? to know the women? That's what I was going to say, though, is that they found a way to make the preview for this season, like all women crying, even though it's The Bachelorette. You know, like I felt like 90 percent of it was like them both like crying. And I was like, "Okay, you're old faithful, you know, returning to your roots. That is funny. Uh, Lisa, did any of like the men from like their intro packages stick out to you? We had a chance to kind of review their bios. But since we haven't heard heard your insight, like who were some of your early Favorites early favorites i mean like, yeah. i definitely heard fe- like picked some early villains which i guess mm. we'll get into i mean tino cur- right that's mm-hmm. like that was very clear that they had that connection like right off the bat it's rachel hard called dibs like she you can tell like with tino she was like you yeah. the first impression row she was just like no no just no mine 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 yeah mine, she mine, laid mine. it out her eyes like lit up. I also thought when Avon walked up to the two of them, it was interesting because I have heard through the grapevine that he's like potentially a front runner. And it was interesting to watch the camera angles and the coverage huh. when he walked up because I don't even think we ever saw Gabby's face. And I think it was it just kept going between Avon and like Rachel with kind of these like big eyes, like very excited about him, I think in particular. So it was interesting to watch even how they edited it because I'm like, did Gabby even introduce herself? Because I feel like we missed that. But Gabby was the, that was the one where she gave them the thumbs up and was like, "Nice work." Didn't uh, Avon say that he was there for Rachel? You're thinking of the race car guy who certainly said it potentially. I think a, I feel like no, a couple, a couple of them, of said, them it. said that. Yeah, I do. I think feel actually like there was a couple guys that. who said they're there for Rachel, but I don't remember at least so far any of the men like saying that they were there for Gabby. Could I be wrong about that? I'm not I, the sure. race car guy who I really like, by the way. I really Jordan liked him. Mm-hmm. What really a sweet liked him. Like, he have you know, like he got he has the race car. He's driving 300 miles per hour, but he has this like very, like soft and gentle, like gentlemanly way about him. And maybe it's like the juxtaposition of like thinking, you know, oh, he would be like some kind of overly macho race car dr- guy and like like you would expect him to maybe annoy you a little bit but he did like quite the opposite i really wanted him to get get rachel's first impression rose i, I, I suspected it was gonna be tino yeah she was just wanted to make sure like she called dibs on tino if, 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 that's, if that's all she did that night was to let everyone know that he's mine yeah that if was like Jordan her v only kissed real her, goal though. Do you think if if he would have gone in for the kiss? Because she even said that when they were looking at the race car. Do you think if he would have kissed her, there would have been a different person impression rose? I really think I really think that like the whole night Rachel was kind of low key wanting to make sure, like, I don't know how this is gonna work. I don't know what the producers are gonna like do in terms of like how are we gonna pick the guys? Like I don't want I do if there's one guy I want to get to know, it's Tino. Well they both said at different times, I don't remember who the guys were, but they said that's my type. About yeah, and they made a point each. of like of, of us hearing that, like yeah. Totally. So who were the, do I do we remember who those guys were? I marked Tino it for sure. Yeah, Jason, the investment banker, who was the second to leave. Gabby said he's my type. Spencer okay. oh, who brought yeah. the chairs. Gabby says he's her type, and in an ITM said, "I hope Rachel's not into him." That was stand out to me. Oh yeah, she loved yeah, that's Spencer. Yeah. And T- and Rachel's after seeing Tino with the forklift, Rachel told Gabby she is quote immediately attracted to him and that he's her type. Why don't I remember Spencer? What what did he He had the chairs he so the they chairs. could sit down. 
But that was kind of it, right? We didn't see much of him. But Gabby said that he's her type and that she hoped Rachel wasn't into him. Pleasantly surprised with Ryan. I did not. Exp- mm. He's very yeah. charming. Uh, Bostonian. Big connection. Oh my god! I thought he was gonna get <laughs> the Gabby. I thought so was too. So I thought. Funny. Yeah. yeah, and I thought their like um, chemistry was like beyond. Like Off I, the I was like, it's it. They there were talking about boogers. The banter. <laughs> yeah, I yeah, love the banter. He's like, shut the fuck up. Let me. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, but, and I was in like, a very sweet, like, oh, gentlemanly way. Really well. <laughs> he called her like gabbers. Yeah, he calls her gab. He calls her gab. Okay, so if no, he love, had gone in for the really kiss, smooth. maybe if yeah. he had kissed her, I think he might. He have was the understudy. Sure. <laughs> yeah, he, he was ready to go. Yeah, I liked him a lot. He also really looks like Jesse Palmer in the mm. in his biopic. Doesn't he mm. look exactly like him? Nick thinks he looks like Clayton. I thought he looked like Clayton. <laughs> he looks like Clayton. <laughs> he does also look like Clayton. Who also oh, looks like I Jesse say, Palmer? I I truly hated how the show. Like, why are we throwing Clayton under the bus still? Like, oh completely God. unnecessary oh and overly God. mean. And, like, Clayton sucks. Like, come on. The kids Curtis. singing the kids Clayton sucks. Oh, the kids oh, quartet. That I, choir, though. No, I that was choir, so though. done. And, uh, you know, so I feel like they added so the music. Mean of their former lead. They added that music in post. So, you know, it's just them going acapella in the middle of a driveway. It also had nothing to do with the guy. You know, I thought, I was like, oh, he's going to be a choir teacher yeah. or something. like rel- And nothing. it was like, no, just brought these four kids along like, to <laughs> yeah. sing this and these, shitty song. Yeah, you can't yeah. blame it on like, I'm sorry, like you can't blame that on the guys being like, oh, we were going to talk shit about Clayton. No, it was like clearly the show instigating it, certainly allowing it. And it was not I don't nice. like that. They, I don't like that they do that to their former leads. I understand that. You know, Clayton did what he did in a season, but like he gave them a very entertaining season. He gave them two incredibly likable bachelorettes. Again, like Gabby and Rachel deserve the credit for being likable who they are. Like they deserve the credit for being likable, but Clayton's fuck up allowed Gabby and Rachel to shine the way they did. And I just think it's like four months later, unnecessary to like throw him under the bus the way they did on a national television show when he's moved on. He's in an incredibly loving relationship with a wonderful person, Susie, and this show is ultimately supposed to be about like finding love in relationships, and that's what Clayton was able to do. And now they have two wonderful, compelling bachelorettes, and it's just like, why do we need to like bring a bunch of kids out and say he sucks 10 times? Their their breakup isn't the interesting thing about them at all. Mm-hmm. Like like you're yeah, saying, those yeah. two women like stand on their own. I almost kind of forgot about the whole Clayton thing until they kept the singing about sound it. Sound bites, yeah. also that they played at the very beginning, where I was like, "Damn, I forgot how good like both and articulate like both Gabby and Rachel were." Yeah. When Rachel was like, "You never fought for me," and then Gabby's like, "No, the difference is that it would have been my choice to walk away." Like I was like, "This really did set Smart the stage women. where we got to see women in absolute crisis." Have it handle it so well. Mm-hmm. Since we're uh, shitting on the show right now, like, what the fuck was that um, call to action for more submissions? I'll, I got it. Like, I got it. Oh my god! Quote. I wrote oh. that down. What the hell? Yeah, <laughs> your boyfriend's like, a loser. F- Everyone knows it. Dump, Dump his it. ass and apply at bachelor. Did someone in casting get their heart broken and like absolutely just hates men right now? And they're just like, fuck it. Your boyfriend's a loser. Like, what? What is going like on? Jaw in dropping. Honestly, <laughs> that is bonkers. They're like, me. connect with Gen Z women. Um, hmm, dump his ass. <laughs> dump his ass. <laughs> <laughs> 
And but it's like would, not only is your boyfriend a loser, everyone knows it. It's like oh everyone's just like I feel like shame I feel you like it's it. kind of similar to like the video you showed me of Joe Biden reading the the teleprompter and he's like repeat the line end quote <laughs> like I feel like that was just Jesse Palmer reading it yeah, totally. someone didn't mean to put up there like I love Jesse doing a great job but like he's definitely not the person to read that yeah like, yeah, yeah yes correct it's like you need Caitlin maybe yeah. right yeah or have bring one on, of the girls bring Caitlin back have one of the bachelorettes do totally. it totally yeah like what? I mean Don't Jesse was probably reading that being like you want what the fuck do you guys want me to read like what is <laughs> or he like did it as a joke and they're like we're keeping it you know what yeah. I mean yeah. Good. <laughs> he Maybe. was so sick of doing the same read over and yeah. over that he just threw them something new. Shoot. Honestly, I that I believe that. that's believable. Yeah. That's that's possible. Maybe he was just having fun with it, and they were just like, "Should we do that? Let's try something new." I mean, that would be funny. Then it caught all but, of our attentions. Oh yeah, and yeah. Like, I it certainly it. caught our attention. How bizarre! It's like I had to pause it afterwards and be like, "What? <laughs> like, yeah. Did he just say that? Bizarre." My other question is like. They are playing this whole game of like, we don't know how this is going to go. And production doesn't know how, like nobody knows how this is going to go. Do you guys think that's real? It makes like, me extremely nervous. <laughs> like the girls will figure it out. Jesse's like, I don't know how this will go. That's like his own opening line. Do you think that's real in terms of format? I, I, and Overall, no. Yes, yes and no. And... No, obviously, because clearly the producers have some sort of plan, right? Like that's that they have some sort of plan. But I will say, like, and I've said this many times before, what what the what the show is best at doing and what the producers are truly great at doing is adapting on the fly. Hmm. And so I they have a plan for sure. Does that does that mean that plan set in stone? Does that mean that plan can change? It, all those things are true. So like, I I do think, you know, they they decided to have two bachelorettes at the very last minute, right? So they decided to have two bachelorettes when they spent all this time from a production standpoint planning for one bachelorette. And given how this season unfolded and the overall just like love for both of these women, they decided to, you know, change it up and. Even from that standpoint, they're just like, we'll figure it out. So there definitely is a, we'll, we'll figure it out, but they clearly have some sort of plan. Now, do Rachel and Gabby know that plan? Probably not. Does Does Jesse Palmer know that plan? He, maybe not either. I mean, he's he just kind of shows up and they're like, you know, he's he just kind of follows the directions they give him and he does his beats. But I mean, Jesse's certainly not in production meetings is my guess in terms of how they're deciding how this show goes. So I think there's a probably a little bit of truth to these women not knowing how it's all going to play out, and even Jesse to that point. Now, there's other people who might, but it, it actually doesn't surprise me that they might not know. That's kind of fun. Because when they started, like, they broke away, and they're in the um, cocktail hour, they broke away to talk individually, but first they were doing it together and it was so awkward and I hated every second of it. And I was like, is this what the show's gonna be where they double date the I whole know. time? That was so I wonder if they thought at first that's how they should do it, and then they're like, They're like, This, this isn't is so working. terrible. Yeah. <laughs> post magic yeah, show, it, they're like, we're post out. Roby. Yeah. Roby <laughs> and the we're twins done. were two interesting people to start with. Three, <laughs> you I guess. Guys, it's so sad. Yeah, me, <laughs> I know. Oh yeah, my god! Sad, like when I when I saw the twins getting sent home, it made me feel bad that like we called them 
cocaine users last <laughs> week. Is that what you guys said about that? Okay, well, I, no, I was well. joking because their bio was like, oh, we like long nights out in New York. It was just a lighthearted joke. Oh. It was not yeah. an honest yeah, accusation. Yeah. The way Nick just said it, it sounded like. Yeah, it was, yeah, you make it sound it, like really. It was, it was just a, it was they're a tease. They're also so young though. They look like teenagers. Yeah. Like, yeah. A 24 year old boy is basically 16 yeah. in my mind. And the, the way one of them was describing the other, where he's like, he's much more intense. And I, and it was like really yeah. like weird. <laughs> it was weird. I, no, the best was, <laughs> I mean, when we were in college, I could see him coming from miles away. And I was like, that's just physically unpos- impossible. You don't. <laughs> then then he asked Gabby and Rachel I, if they feel I, the same. And she's like, well, we didn't come from the same womb. So. <laughs> no. Oh, sweet babies. I feel like they were just so uncomfortable. I felt bad for even the magician i thought he was super sweet and i just wanted to like give him a hug i was like yeah there's there's someone out there even from when he got out of the limo though their faces were not necessarily into it into the magic did that weird little gesture after he did his trick in front of the boys where he like cracks his knuckles and like snaps (laughs) (laughs) it was really endearing and really like cringe For, for someone, it's going to be super beautiful and super magical, and I hope he finds. I love. hope he goes to paradise. Does yeah. magic work with anyone? I, I'm asking this in genuine curiosity. Are there people for whom magic is? Oh, I'm a sure. Dropper? Only from only from David Blaine. Everyone has something. Like David Blaine is hot when he does magic. <laughs> or like <laughs> um, what's the guy who used to do Cupcake Wars? He has his own show now. He does magic too, and he's kind of hot. Anyone? Who? <laughs> he has his own Netflix cupcake show. wars. <laughs> Chris Angel. Anyone? Anyone? Cupcake, cupcake wars, wars? magician. <laughs> Lisa, you talked about you have some villain picks. Mm. Yeah, because one of them reminds me of a guy I dated, and I saw <laughs> right through it, and that's Eric. I knew you were gonna say the it. tie. I dated like the I dated. Tie. <laughs> he was he played I it like so him. cool. He was so cool, so smooth, and comfortable. Which isn't to say he's bad. That's wonderful. He made the girls feel really comfortable. I just feel like. He has this like accent. This, okay, guys, I think I'm just talking about my ex, but like <laughs> he has this like air about him that like it feels a little put on. And also it's difficult, right? Because I do feel like the guys should have the opportunity to meet like to meet and get to know both girls. It was the way he I, felt so entitled to a first impression, Rose. Yeah, that might have been it. And like he's going to kiss both girls and he's convinced like he got this in the bag. Again, yeah. like it's a fine line right now. We don't know. It's either confidence or he's a dick. Yeah, yeah there's a fine line between on. confident it, and confident. It's interesting with him because at first I noticed like when, when the two women walked in to give their initial speech, they kept showing Eric's face. Mm. Like that's always like from an editing standpoint, you are you you can tell who are gonna be some like Characters. main figures of like who in those split seconds they totally. kind of show airtime to. It's not always the case. And so I kind of clocked that. And honestly, for a second, I, Eric, like in the first half of the episode, Eric was like my early, like wild card future bachelor. Cause you know, he's very good looking. Ah. He is charming. He, you know, seemed very comfortable. He can communicate with both Rachel and Gabby. But as the episode went on, I picked up on the same thing that Lisa picked on, where it's just like, whether it's, whether it's him doing it or the show wants you to think, they definitely highlighted this overconfidence that uh, he seems to have. Where it was just like, is there anything wrong with him wanting to maybe kiss both women? Not necessarily, but they're the, he's really the only one of the men 
that they showed that, right? Mm-hmm. So that to me, that tells us something. What it, does it tell us? I don't know yet. It's never good news for you, the cast person, when they show like that aerial shot that almost looks like you're a fly on the wall type of thing. And that kind of gives the audience a sense of like you're you're spying on this person, and it's usually like some sort of unflattering remark. And he kind of looked like he was, you know, pouting about like not either being he said, Rachel or Gabby's. Yeah, favorite. that's right. There was a quote from him said, "I'm kind of pissed to be honest." And it's like I think it's one thing to be disappointed; it's a very different thing to be pissed. And it was the way he like you know when we talk about Sparky people on Ask Nick and like this idea that there's some people who are just really charismatic. Like he to me felt like the definition of someone who's really good at creating a spark and making you feel comfortable at putting his arm around you. But then it's yeah. not. You saw the second he experienced disappointment, the way that was very unbecoming on him. Yeah, I mean, listen, I'm I, I'm quick not to overall judge like who he is, but like right. one thing is for sure that Eric is definitely going to be around, and he seems like an early front runner to be the show's villain. Mm. Like I can see him rubbing some of the guys the wrong way. What about right? Logan like, though? I was because just going to say spoke to both of them. Yeah, what are your thoughts on Logan? It, he mean, has I a lot of them. VO, or what's the what's it called when they get like like ITM? Yeah, he's. He's ITMing a lot. Like I feel mm. like he's narrating. Yeah. He's narrating a lot this episode. He's very charming. I thought the the two chicks were very playful and and fun. He seems like easy to talk to, which is always like it's the best currency you can have in that world just to like come in with something to say or just be easy to talk to. Like everyone's stressed in that environment, especially the leads and if you're someone who's willing and easy to talk to and like drive a conversation that takes off so much pressure from the lead that they just love talking to the, like they love sitting down with someone who's like going to carry the conversation because it's so hard for them to to start and they're like the leads always trying to like make everyone feel not nervous that when you have someone like making them feel a little less nervous it goes a long way so i like could did, see him being around for a while did you guys feel like uh, he was a little parent like he he felt really paranoid to me, like or like he was like really, Frantic. really anxious and like if di- things didn't go exactly as he wanted, mm. he seemed nervous. So I wonder if he's going to be like the nervous guy. Yeah, like the overthinker of the season. Uh-huh. He needs the validation from no, them. Logan, oh, I mean, thought. About Logan? Oh. Yeah. Also, can we talk um, about the chick names? <laughs> Mary yeah, Beth and Alejandra. So Those are the best possible <laughs> names he could have had for two chicks. Mary I did like Beth. the chicks. <laughs> That one chick They're was good. shitting the whole time. Yeah. Yeah. Why didn't they acknowledge that? That's so gross. Did you know I think he so... said the chick just shit in my hand. Oh, he did? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Only at one point, though. Yeah. <laughs> it's like all I could see. I loved it. What did we think he... about when Jacob brought a list of attributes that he wanted in like a wife or a partner and then like read that was it weird. off to Gabby? Which one's Jacob? That Jacob came in shirtless and said, I didn't oh, choose this life. Him. It chose, chose me. me. Ew. <laughs> Yeah, I I Ew. did not love him, and then like she takes care of her physical like, appearance. Yeah, yeah, physical. that's that's a bold like, thing to say. Like yes. it's a bold yeah. thing to say on the Bachelorette. It's just in on a first date. It's a bold thing. Yeah, just like just you know, I'm into fitness, and you wink, need wink. to be too. Yeah, don't get yeah. complacent when you feel loved. How about Hayden? <laughs> yeah. He really, is real cute. Hayden with the birthday card for Rachel oh and the accent. The accent. Cute. The only thing I didn't his like about him was his head joke. Accent. Oh yeah. yeah, he made a head joke. Yeah, guys, that was bad. That was what bad. Was it? Very visceral. He was going to use his. Unlike his, Clayton, his, I'm, I'm going to use this head, and not, not this that head. one. Yeah. Oh. 
Ooh, yeah, why did they put that, that in? Th- negative three Ooh. points for him. For him. Yeah, he's yeah. a 10, but. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly yeah. right. Cute accent, though. Yeah, um, I feel like he'll be around for a while. I mean, that's really was this episode, right? Well, I mean, Mario. Just like, we're just trying to get to know the guys. Oh, yeah, Mario got the first impression from Gabby. I, I, I mean. I like him. I was I like surprised I was, by that. I was, we didn't yeah. see that much of him. Yeah. Just the kiss. And she was leaning was, in yeah. for that kiss. And she kept going back for more. Yeah, she was like, finally, some goddamn action. Yeah. <laughs> right? I mean, that's the thing. That maybe they just kind of edited out like the best part of their conversations because they wanted to show the kiss. But it seemed like the kiss kind of came out of nowhere. Um, I doubt that it did. Totally. But clearly, they might have you know, not shown everything about that conversation. Because you're right. I agree with Allie. It just was like, oh, okay. Like, and that was it. I Even guess. his intro, we got to see him for a second in his intro. He was dancing out of the limo, which mm-hmm. I was like, oh, he's really fun. And that was it. We yeah. didn't see anything else of yeah. him. Who so. is Right? Mark? Yeah, they didn't really, exactly. I, I really expected <laughs> they would highlight, I expected they would highlight more of the men, but maybe it's just they have, they have, they have so much to cover. And I think so that's going to be a downside of the season. This, that's my fear for this season. I think there are going to be a lot of compelling and interesting elements to it. But I think there's going to be a lot of moments where we're just like, wait, we're close to hometowns. And like, who, you know, we always feel that every season, like, who are these guys, et cetera, et cetera. But like, I'm afraid that Rachel and Gabby both at times are going to be talking about these connections with some of these guys. And we're just going to be like, huh? Like, there's going to be, you know, with Katie and Justin, there was like, we were always wondering how, where's this connection? Why aren't we seeing it? And I'm afraid that we're, there's going to be, too many of those because there's just not enough time to to show all this stuff. I hope I'm wrong. Well, I feel like the banter between Mario and Gabby once she gave him the impression rose and he was kind of like, okay, thanks, bye. And they had a cute little moment. I think that showed just like how comfortable that they obviously had gotten in their previous conversation. Yeah. Yeah. We uh, didn't see much of Quincy, the life coach. Prince. Oh. Prince. Oh. I did not I'm like him. How I earnestly Rachel too. was like, "Okay, Prince." Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I he he strikes me as an f boy. Like the second he got out of the limo, and he just was like, he's just swore at the both of them. Oh, and I was yeah. like, "Get out! Go oh, back in the car and drive away." He made a sex away. face. He something? said, "He said it's been a year and a half since oh. I've had sex." Oh, that was, that this was man. so oh, weird. What that was, was that? Right. That was so. That's yeah, like, that's right. He came yeah. out and like, shit. Yeah. <laughs> And then he's like, like I've been like saving myself. I really blah, blah, blah. And then he says, it's like, okay, I'm sorry. But like from someone who grew up Catholic, when he's like, I've been like really like saving myself and abstaining from sex. And then he says a year and a half, like boohoo. So is the rest of America. It's been a pandemic. This is the cold streak. (laughs) A dry spell. I think that's right. And a year and a half. So specific. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) 18 months. It's also like, imagine if that were the dating convention that like when you were meeting someone for the first time, you had to like reveal how long since your last sexual partner had been insane and unhinged. What a Nightmare. He, like he said it as if like we were supposed to like applaud him yeah. for this like yeah. abstaining where it's just like, That's like you brave brave boy yeah it's just like no way That's a year hysterical. and a half <sighs> like are you okay yeah you're a saint you're a oh literal my God, let me saint and then what did right gabby now? say after that though like when he walked away gabby was like you're talking oh, to the wrong I one haven't. or something yeah Okay, so he said, immediately swore when he got out of the limo, hasn't had sex in a year and a half. Gabby said, that makes one of us. And Rachel said, do you know who you're talking to? (laughs) (laughs) Two women who famously just had sex with the same person. (laughs) Oh my gosh. I did love the ending though. What'd you guys think? Yeah, the no rose ceremony. Except for the fact uh... that they called out three people only. 
Yeah. Like that I really was felt, sad. Felt bad for those three guys. Yeah, but I guess if you know, you know. Don't lead them on. Well, Don't that's what Jesse was like, yeah. sort of pushing for. Right? Yeah. I mean, Gabby literally said, "Quote: It ain't it." Regarding the twins. Yeah. If she knows it yeah. ain't it, why are we keeping them? Brandon in the blue suit he pulled that down and it showed brandon's face i was like <gasps> whoa i know hot he's so hot. cute yeah cute i think th there's a lot of good looking men this season yeah i was put off by their photos when i first saw them but i agree with you some of them look so much better in real like real life so yeah much like better. even jordan the drag uh, racer he's so much cuter in real life yeah i love that he was like i'm a professional race car driver and then the chiron was like drag racer <laughs> i i really like him i hope he sticks around i also liked john when he screwed up their names yeah but it was kind of like Aww. kind of endearing where he's like well i you know it's like maybe not a good impression but it's an impression like i he was sweet Do we i don't think know that was if either planned. of them are into him but i feel like he's just going to be around for a while and be like a Kind of like a an underdog fan favorite for, yeah. for the beach. Yeah, the English teacher. It kind of gave me Johnny's Benny Higgins cute vibe. Also, the yeah, one who freestyle rapper rap. Yeah, absolutely that was not. That was really hard to listen to. <laughs> he absolutely was. not. Natalie's like, I could obviously do better. Plug your ears and look at him. It's better. Yeah, yeah. that was that was rough. Did we talk I mean, about Jordan H? The guy who put the silencing headphones on. They weren't silencing, though. They were cute. just normal. And they heard them. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I thought that was cute, though. I thought that yeah. was good. He's cute. He had his. He was the first with Rachel alone. Oh, right? yeah. Well, because then they had the conversation. He was like, well, I don't know if you heard, but I told Gabby. She's like, oh, I heard. Yeah. <laughs> She's like, I heard everything. He did take yeah. a risk, though. If they would have had different hairstyles, that might not have gone very well in his favor with the headphones. I was a little surprised that... They didn't like elicit like really any drama from this first episode. You know, it was like it was sweet and it was nice and it was like it's good to be back on air and it's good to see Gabby and Rachel again. But I was I thought there was maybe going to be a little bit with um, Chris when we went through the bios. He's the mentality coach. We thought he had Carl vibes. And there was a few <laughs> shots of him coming out of the mansion Carl. and like looking at the other guys and giving his opinions. So I thought maybe he would start stirring the pot a little bit. But even he didn't really bring a ton to the table. No, it was like they really it was a pretty vanilla first episode. Like we were back in the day where like episode one, you know, obviously you'd have your like drunk buffoon. Yeah, I want to pull some blackout. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Yeah. I yeah. Feel, yeah they're doing like, like well-behaved men so far. I mean, I, I'm assuming eventually that will change, but it was a it was pretty mellow. I wonder if some of that's but, the inherent drama of like it seems like they were really trying to hit the we haven't been kissed by men. Why aren't they kissing us? And will we like the same guy? Like it seems like mm. they were kind of using the format of this season in particular as kind of the go-to like cliffhangers. Mm -hmm. I feel like maybe next episode will be the only episode where we kind of see the like potentially one guy kiss two bachelorettes i want i'm really curious how they're gonna how how they're gonna frame that like is that where they get like an early villain by like kind of coming across as a fuck boy for like going to one bachelorette and then Ooh, what if one guy switches like really late in the game well, it Do you was think that's possible? That's, yeah, yeah, mm. yeah. And we also, we did see that, I think it probably was a bit earlier, but Meatball Guy was shown in the, like, supercut saying, mm -hmm. I can't accept this rose because I'm here for, I think it was Gabby. For Gabby. But meatball. also I found that so interesting because he, it's, his name is James. He came out with this Meatball sub and he's like, my friends call me Meatball. But in, again, in that super, tea, like the supercut, whatever it's called, 
Rachel says, Meatball, will you accept this rose? Like, they start calling him Meatball. Gross. You know. Yeah, but you know, everyone loves a nickname on the show. Yeah. But like, it's a stick. <laughs> how long does that, do you just say it in the bedroom? Like, I'm confused. Ew. But also, like, how gross does that meatball sandwich look? Meatball. Oh, but then oh. Ryan, the guy from Boston, he's like, eating, eating it. it. I love that. It's like, it's like, that's polite. If someone brings food, you know. Disgusting. So <laughs> and what, what was Gabby saying? Was she talking to Eric when she was talking about how she doesn't like a man who grooms his chest hair? Yeah, yeah they were talking about how uncomfortable it was to shave chest hair. And then she was saying, just let it be natural. And then he was like, did you shave yours? Can I see? <laughs> did he say that? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, 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 it was yeah, a joke. Yeah. It wasn't like it didn't go over for yeah. me. They okay. talked about like her hair extensions. They got real. I, they got oh, yeah. Stuff. I really yeah. liked their conversation. Yeah. I thought it was really cute. Oh, when really Gabby funny. was like, yeah, yeah I, I have fake hair, but men are stupid. Yeah. <laughs> Boys are stupid. They don't yeah. know. Yeah. That was pretty I love funny. her. I think she's fabulous. Spectacular yeah. television. Yeah. She's so yeah, great. She They're has both very great, good comedic she... timing. Yeah. She's yes. hysterical. Like, like she was able to say that. It didn't come across as like mean towards men. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know? and because she said boys are dumb. <laughs> yeah, like I think it's because she said boys, you know, like and it, it was playful. I, I liked that. It was also when the choir came out with singing. They were like, "I hope you're not feeling too down." She was like, "Never." She just like was always in there with like a fun comment or joke, or like even with the twins when it was clearly so awkward. She just like, "So can you guys read each other's minds?" <laughs> like she just always comes yeah, to change. Yeah, she's fun. I like her. Like I want to hang out with her. She's cool. I do too. And that dress. Mm. Yeah. And then Rachel, I think, was also, like, fun for different reasons. Like, was super earnest, like, asked so many questions, was, like, so clearly, like, intent on getting to know people. Rachel gives good hugs. I saw that right away. She was very, yeah, good hugger. And her eyebrows looked amazing. I couldn't stop looking at them. My only critique of Rachel this episode is when they were talking about types. And she's, like, um, tall and athletic. And I'm yeah. just, like... And, she's Babe, like, and sometimes funny. <laughs> Wait, that was insane though. When she said a quote from Rachel, "I've never really dated a guy who's made me laugh." Correct. To me, that felt crazy. like a bonkers thing. To some experience. guys just aren't. If like, yeah, some yeah. guys just it's not a strong suit. Well, maybe if she's like go always <laughs> going uh, after only tall and athletic guys, you know, like maybe if they don't have any insecurities, how are they supposed to be humorous? Amen. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you got to do your time. Yeah. <laughs> I wonder if this will this will be the first time that she it, that she dates someone who makes her laugh. Hmm. Was Tino funny? I don't remember. I feel like they were laughing a lot. I don't know. I didn't get like a a belly like, laugh. She wasn't. No, she definitely wasn't belly laughing. But I think there was that like connection and comfortableness to be able to laugh. Well, I think. I mean, Ra- Rachel's just kind of. She seems like. You know, the more of the traditional, like, fairy tale ending kind of, you know, she has this kind of picturesque idea of a relationship. And I suspect, like, Rachel might fall faster than Gabby. You know, I think... I think Rachel's more of a romance. Yeah, like, and and where Gabby feels like she's a little more hesitant and skeptical, um, you know, we'll see if that plays out, but I think... I mean, what if that's... Tino flips? Oh my god! <gasps> what if they're setting that up? Oh, I villain. hope not. I mean, Tino yeah, took it'll... her to the stairs. He can't take Gabby to the to stairs. The they stairs. don't have the same meaning. We're gonna need some juice. <laughs> I mean, like yeah, yeah something this, has this to. Was, this was a very like v- very mellow episode one. Like the biggest thing mm-hmm. was the three going right. Mm-hmm. There was really no drama. I kind of feel like 
Eric has the capability to be a villain. I also, yeah. sadly, I hate to say this because he is one of my favorites, but Ryan, I feel like he definitely can have a little like mm. North eastern jersey but where is he from boston because oh, yeah. it was like a it boston. was it was fun that he kind of like automatically had that banter with gabby and he was like shh, shh, gab gab but it's also like that might also be a slight red flag if you're that comfortable like shushing and like controlling the whole situation on night one got it good call it, it could go either it way it could go either yeah. way but yeah i mean that's the thing like usually the people who could be the fan favorites and the most charismatic could just as easily be the villain. It all depends on like where they fall in terms of the lead's favorites. Like if you're like the mm. lead's third or fourth favorite, then you're collateral damage. Like you can definitely be made a villain. Guys, we didn't see anything from Tyler. My Jonathan Taylor Thomas look like. Yeah. Like a little baby face. Yeah. yeah. We also but, didn't really see much of Nate either. I was excited to but see him. But he was in the preview a ton. Maybe Wait, who was? Nate? Nate. Someone. Nate. Yeah, yeah, he was. He was the one who had the pillow with both uh, of them. He's cute. Yeah. yeah. Oh, Nate's, cute. yeah, Nate's And the jewelry. Attractive. He's really bringing the jewelry. He's cuter in real life than this. These pictures are Termaine not. with the mic drop. Like, I'm just, there's a lot of. That was the most uncomfortable entrance for <laughs> no reason when he just, like, placed the mic in their hand. And Gabby was like, mic drop? <laughs> and he was like, yeah. Yeah, that was, <laughs> yeah. that was. That did not land. Yeah. ABC, ABC was like, don't you dare damage our equipment. <laughs> yeah. Hand it. Do not put that on the driveway. Uh, Zach was first out, right? Mm -hmm. Isn't yeah. there something always about the first out? Well, he forgot yes. to introduce yeah. his name. Or he oh. forgot to like introduce himself. So he just was From like, like, I'm like the luckiest like, yeah. guy. And then Lisa's right though, but the fact that he was aired as the first limo exit usually is good news for that person. Okay. Not always. But he was like, really nice, like really composed, kind of yeah. just like, he's like, I'm a hugger. He's that guy, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah. But then like, but completely disappeared. Yeah. Uh, we had the football coach. How did people, what did people make of the pep talk moment? <laughs> I feel like they are going to juice yes, the shit out of that. <laughs> That's exactly it. I think he's gone week three. Totally. Yeah. The football coach gave the football speech within the first five minutes of his like being on the show. And it seems like that might be it. All yeah. he's all he's got. Unless he gets to go on a competitive group date where uh, they're in teams and like in a locker room. That's right. Why did Jason not button his top button on his button up shirt? Should we ask him? That is my one question. I just want to know what Eric why why Eric's tie kept getting looser and looser. Because Gabby tied it. They didn't she try wasn't it good at it. I thought it was cute. It it's reminded like he me was of like, trying to look messy while cute at the same I, time. I think he, yes, I think he has this, like, he's trying to put on this persona. I hope we're wrong. I yeah. would have loved, no. and I say this not being able to do it myself, but I would have loved if he's like, does anyone know how to tie a tie? And if one of them would have taken it like guys do for each other, put it around their own neck, done it perfectly, taken it off and shoved it back. Like, Aww. that would have been such a power move. Love. <laughs> Does everyone know how to tie a tie in this room? Nick is Here, here's a little behind the scenes. Most, uh, in the, my experience, most of the men on the show do not. Really? Who does it for them? Producer? One uh, person. Like, there's always like one or two guys who know how, and they're the, the thing Allie suggested. It's like, like I girls was, on a trip, one person knows how to braid, and they yeah. have a station. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like a I, station. I, I was, can do a wing eyeliner. I yeah. was one of the designated Production tie line. tires. Yeah. Um, Curl the back. On, on yeah. Exactly. Seasons. How about Colin? Um, we had, he came out and was like, feel this husband material. Oh, yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. He was kind of cute. That was cute. He kind of disappeared. Yeah. So many guys. So many 32, guys. 32, right? So many guys. Too many. 
There's the barefoot like, man. <laughs> yeah, the barefoot guy. I mean, attractive. I don't yeah. know. It's also just kind of gross. Yes. It's I like, like, why do you want the one thing that people notice about you is that you're not wearing shoes? Yeah, like putting your bare feet on national television is a Maybe really Maybe as an OnlyFans. Maybe as a free a, feet that's content. That's a good point. It's not Promotion. as easy as it looks. It's a whole business. Desperate times What's sometimes, that? guys. I'm like, Having feet, a... like yeah. feet pics and feet videos. <laughs> It's a saturated market these days. <laughs> Are you into this, Allie? Is this? <laughs> well, I was. My friend and I were like thinking. We're like that would be a great way to make some passive income. Not as easy as it looks. Really? Nope. I... Being a foot model. We lost money. You lost money. Well, wait yeah, a second. <laughs> way to bury the lead. What? You tried? Yeah. No. Here's here's your here's your episode one drama. Like, yeah. <laughs> Allie, tell us more. <laughs> well, no, we were just like, oh, this will be super funny. So we went and got like super expensive pedicures, and we while we were getting our pedicures, we're like, we have the ugliest feet known to man. Why are we doing this? And then we went home and started drinking, and then we took videos and photos of each other's feet, and it didn't go anywhere. We've, well, I've never made a dollar. Did, did you put them up somewhere? You I, have to. What you have to do is make a Twitter, and then you have to find Twitter. Like, there's existing Twitter accounts of like foot fetish influencers, and then you follow people who are following them, and then you DM well, them and you say, "Hey, do you want ten? So no, but you can do. That you guys you, have looked into this. There's I'm websites dying. like FeetFinder.com. Like, there are Wiki certain. Feet. Have you checked oh. to see if you guys are on WikiFeet? Oh my god, have I you guys have. not looked no. it up? No. Look up no. Nick Vial wiki feed. You guys, I don't want to brag, but I have a really good rating on wiki <gasps> I'm sure you both I are bet on wiki you do. Nick, Nick, your rating is 4.91 out of 5. Oh, Nick, congratulations. And it says shoe size 5. Shoe size 5? Oh my God, the way both of your faces fell. A shoe size 5. Oh my God, yes. My shoe size is five. According it says, to sweet little baby. Do you want me feet? to edit? Yeah. Do you want me to speak up for you? What is your shoe it's, size? It's it's an eleven. Okay. Can we edit it? I'm gonna edit. Okay. I'm putting. We're in... doing the Lord's work right now. <laughs> the Lord's work. Oh, I'm not logged. You know in what the they say feet. about guys? With big... Wait. Pull, pull up Natalie. Do that. Does it? Are there pictures of my feet? Yeah, dude. And people update them. That's the craziest. I want to look. People update this thing. It's wild. Where do they mm -hmm. find pictures of your feet, Nick? Oh yeah! Oh my it. God! There are photos. It's a bunch of photos <gasps> of you. Stop! <laughs> I can't wait. Where I didn't know. Wear like flip flops. It's like or every it's time time you on your Nick couch. has like anytime oh Nick God. has ever posed barefoot. This photo is on your Turn else on that the computer around. It's now. both of you on the couch. It's like both of your legs. It's a screenshot of one of Nick's stories. Uh, I just texted sure. it to you guys. It's like uh, yeah, a bunch of pictures on Paradise. How yep. do and my and, I, and my feet look good? <laughs> oh my god there's one where there's a tan maybe some people are into that you yeah. never know yeah you spent all that money okay. on a pedicure you could have just this gotten a sock tan you do go. put your feet on your story a lot nick <laughs> i guess i do <laughs> yeah it looks like you have high arches nick <laughs> <laughs> a nice bone structure <laughs> guys arches are the cheekbones of the feet <laughs> <laughs> this is making me panic i know dude i know <laughs> like this picture, I don't know if y'all can see that, but of Nick on the scale. That's me doing a, a, a Vanity Planet ad. <laughs> I love it's making yeah, me it panic. Really is. <laughs> it's wild. Oh my God. So you're welcome for that, everybody. I hope you enjoy your wiki feet adventures. Nick, hide that your feet. That is sick. Do, do Rachel and Gabby have a rating? 
Gabby does, in fact, have a wiki feed. How they looking? Um, she. It doesn't seem like she has ratings. It doesn't say. Well, it has four stars and then in brackets, nice feet instead of the four point <laughs> one that you got. And we don't have information on shoe size, birthplace, birth date. So it seems to be a, a really early. Well, clearly, we know that shoe size is is <laughs> incorrect. I incorrect. love it. As someone with size ten feet, like feels so targeted to be like, this is how big someone's feet are. <laughs> Someone was mad at me and and said, nope, we're just going to change it to a five. (laughs) That's hysterical. I love that. (laughs) All right. We're doing predictions. Predictions. Yeah. Lisa, why don't you kick this off with Uh, uh, give us give us Rachel's final four. Okay, we got Tino. We got Jordan race car. Okay, I like that. Hayden accent birthday Mm -hmm. card. Mm -hmm. Strong. We got to just throw one. Uh, Logan. Mm. Logan? Did you say Avon? No. I really think Avon's going to be in like her top four. Yeah. Who's Avon? Oh, Avon. Oh, Avon, of course. So Avon, Hayden, Jordan, Tino. I I feel good about that. No, I think that's a good solid four. And I think Gabby. Hit it. Ryan. Yeah. Mm hmm. Mario. Yeah, yeah. We have to put Mario in there. Just like first from impression. a from a bachelorette Historical. standpoint, the first impression rose is right. a, a massive deal. I did get, and again, maybe it's because they they didn't give us a lot of reasons to like have us not be surprised about Mario getting the first impression rose. But I could also picture like Gabby being one of the first bachelorettes in a long time to like change her approach and how she you know, gives a first impression rose because so many of the women historically in the past few seasons have clearly like gone with their clear front runner night one. And many of these men have ended up winning the season. And maybe I could picture Gabby kind of, you know, like, yo, I like Mario. There's something about him. And, and maybe she, you know, is the opposite. Maybe she's kind of hiding her favorite. I don't know. It's, it's That's possible, interesting. But, I like that. But I think we still have to, Right, I, we have to throw him in the top four. Yeah. Eric, Ryan, Mario, and then yeah, Eric, Ryan for sure. Wait, Logan. We didn't throw Logan in anyone's. Hmm. I yeah, don't know if I see I Logan going super far, I don't. I don't either. see Logan going far. He'll just be some sort of a character for yeah. us. Eric is going to be a main character. How in what way? I don't know, but I'm yeah. It's like it's unclear. You don't really know. He seems to have a connection with both. Definitely a possible villain. Yeah, it's like, will he be the first villain or will he be the one like after like the obvious two episode mm-hmm. villain gets weeded out yeah. that he'll be like the and, longer term villain? And it's still so early. Do you remember on Peter's season where we thought Hannah Ann was going to be a villain? Yeah, yeah, I do. Yep. You know, like that whole like champagne gate and we thought like, and then that, like right. episode two, they made it seem like her and Victoria Fuller were like, like, you know, kind of in that model catwalk fight. And then like for the rest of the way, Hannah Ann just like, you know, became like, as we now know Hannah Ann to be this like wonderfully nice, demure, very sweet, gentle person. But those first two episodes, like that is not what we thought Hannah Ann was going to be. So it's so early. You don't really know. Like I could definitely... It's it's they really did not give us much to go on. They didn't. Yeah, just like kind of Jacob is probably the that was shirtless Fabio man. I feel like he was the one of the closer things we got to like overt bad vibes. Yeah, because he clearly seems to be 
he's goofy, but he's also like maybe slightly overconfident. And like I could picture him being a villain because I could picture him just annoying the majority of the house. Mm-hmm. And not because he's a bad guy. It's just like they just kind of are sick of his antics and they turn on him. Totally. Like we're kind of grasping with with Gabby's final four. Yeah. Ryan for sure. Mario for sure. Eric for sure. I mean, that it, that there it is. Something tells me that I, I mean, I think we're just gonna throw in Eric just cause. Yeah, he's someone's four. Maybe Jason because he was second out of the limo, and they showed Gabby saying he's my type. That's right, totally. I think Jason True. too. Which one's Jason? He's the investment banker from Santa Monica. Oh, he's like uh, oh, three. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I he kind of has a little women. Michael Bublé mm. energy to him. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. I still think no? we got to look out for Zach, who was first out of the limo, because, mm-hmm. again, that's just so historically, like... Excellent point, Lisa. Really disappeared, but... Yeah, he's cute. Yeah, nice smile. It's a pretty good-looking bunch. I'm excited to watch them all. Well, here's hoping for some more drama, uh, episode two. I was just going to ask one final question for Lisa, which is, like, if you were one of the Bachelorettes, how would you handle dibs this season? Or would you expect there to be dibs? Like, how would you navigate were you in their shoes? <sighs> I think them just having these, like, chats. I think we're going to see them having these, like, heart-to-hearts each time, like a check-in. And I guess you just have to be honest. I don't know. It's so awkward. Mm-hmm. I think it's so awkward. And it's so hard to be, like, confident. And I would just have the problem being like, oh, they probably like her. I think I would get stuck in that. Because also you I... would want, no matter who you want slash choose, you'd want them to choose you too. Yeah. So there's also an element too of, like, I don't want I don't want to stop them from who they want to be with and I would hope that they want to be with me. It's That's not right. like just a result of me having called dibs. Oh, what did we think of so many of the men asking to kiss them? I liked it. We like that? Okay. Yeah, I think it's a fine line, right? Like you want the romance and you want it to them to take charge in that moment, but also they want to be respect. I don't know. Yeah, like you want to right? Like and then the like Rachel made that comment about like I want him to like yeah, Again, she Rachel like, being the, she, the traditional kind of romance. Like, I could picture Gabby if she's like has the hots for a guy to like lay one on him, but like I'd never see that from Rachel. No. And Rachel had that interview moment where she was like, "Clayton kissed me on night one." Like, kind yeah. of like, yeah. "Where's the kisses?" Step it up. Yeah. <laughs> right. Like, yeah. Like Rachel, she seems to want the guy, whoever her guy is, to, you know, take the lead, so to speak. And, like, fight for her, kind of, and, like, show her that, like, he's willing to show initiative and be all in the way, like, she will be when she's in love with someone. Also, this is their chance to make out with all of them. Come on, let them have it. I also feel like, though, when the guys start kissing both of them, that people are going to start hating Mm. the people, like, you know, like, now that Eric has kissed Gabby, like, when he does kiss Rachel, she's going to be like, well, you kiss Gabby first. Yeah. Like, right. I, I just have a feeling that might happen like next episode, maybe bleed into episode three. But I think I, it'll be a long lasting thing. I I don't. You think they're going to make the split soon? Just I think so. That I mean, that's just what I heard early on. If again, did that? Did they stick with that? I don't know. Like I I just heard that that was their initial plan. But like what we said earlier on, that might have easily changed and not be the case. But I think there's going to be a little bit of that early on. We saw a little bit of them being like, 
what guy got to talk to both of them and like you know two of the guys got to talk to both of them and they tried to make that into the drama but mm -hmm. there just wasn't enough time for it yeah you're eventually you're definitely gonna like you're gonna have like a, a an eric or whatever kind of be the guy who's just like well i'm here i'm gonna talk to the, the women and you're gonna have a couple of these more shy you know wanna want wanna not want to step on other people's toes and like that's gonna create the drama and like you know that's clearly going to be how they get like some early dramas like one of the guys is going out of his way to be like well i'm going to try to get to know both these women and they're going to make him seem like greedy and disrespectful yeah because you have to figure with the guys not kissing very much it's like i think a lot of them did that calculation of like i don't know who i want to kiss yet and i don't want to risk kissing the wrong one and then be labeled the fuck boy of the season yeah yeah that's you gotta can definitely be on their forefront yeah, you can tell. You can definitely tell some of these guys are aware of the potential like fuckboy energy they could give off. Respect. They're playing it yeah. safe. Self-aware king. Yeah. <laughs> I also just thought the because Mar. I think Mario was one of the people who asked, "Can I kiss you?" And I just loved his question and like talking to Gabby about like masculinity. And then when he was talking about vulnerability and how that's an important part of the season, his follow-up question to her was, "What does that look like for you?" Which I thought was a fantastic like discussion Aww. question yeah. like really initiated some good communication yeah that was great yeah communication sure. king we love yes. him <laughs> all right well i think that kind of does it yeah that was fun that's good lisa be fun. as always thank you for joining us uh, thanks for having me i appreciate it and getting me dragged back into another season <laughs> i guess i'm doing it <laughs> oh yes come on come on you got it welcome Welcome back anytime, Lisa. Can you Thanks. please let my audience know where they can follow you, find more of your fun, amazing content? Oh, sure. I'm on YouTube Monday through Thursday, uh, youtube.com backslash Leasebug. Thank you guys all for listening. Uh, tomorrow, Nally and I are back for going deeper. Quick update on the lake house. My very surreal visit. All the, all the tea on the lake house. Uh, that's tomorrow. Oh, we're also back with uh, an amazing texting office hours. Uh, we're going to read a couple texting office hours. We get, there are some good ones to go over. So all of that tomorrow. I'm going deeper, but none more important than the update on Lake House, which seems like a lot of people are invested in. Thanks for listening, guys. Uh, don't forget to subscribe, tell your friends, all that fun stuff. We're back with The Bachelorette. It's, uh, it's been wild. Next week on the recap, Blake Moines, maybe he'll have some thoughts on his uh, dearly departed ex. She's not dead. R.I.P. Okay. That's the end. <laughs> dearly departed. <laughs> Bye. Bye. <laughs> <laughs>